Welcome to the SaaS Ag Lab podcast where we bring to you the stories of SaaS founders, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. My name is Luis. I'm the owner and founder of Phantom Agency, a digital marketing agency specializing in scaling SaaS companies. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Reitis. He is the head of marketing over at Printful, huge global company. You've probably heard before. If not, you've probably received a product that came from them. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. So Reitis, please tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background, and really you know, how it was that you ended up at this amazing company. So hi, my name is Rydis. I'm uh, head of marketing, so I'm glad to be on the show. So I've been uh, part of the company for almost three years. And uh, when I joined the team, we were just five. And now a little less than three years after joining the company, we are almost 40 people doing the global marketing. And not just in English, but already in French, Japanese, Spanish, and German as well. So it's pretty amazing to, to see the growth. And uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't imagine that, that I will have this opportunity to experience that all now on this stage. Mm-hmm, totally. So again, just do you have any sort of, you know, kind of other metrics that people would, might want to understand a little bit more about Printful? It's, you know, fulfillment center for pretty much any, and, and you guys, you know, you have companies working with you that are enterprise companies or you have your drop shippers doing print on demand and stuff like that. Um, you know, what's essentially like the biggest problem that you guys are solving? So um, we enable anyone to start your own e-commerce store. Previously, mm-hmm. in an old school way, you had to find a supplier and you have to risk with some kind of money and probably... If you wanted to order a t-shirt with a design, you had to probably order 20, 50 uh, to get a good price. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are removing this obstacle. So we don't have any minimums. There's no, um, there's nothing in place. So you can test your idea. You can even, uh, I know, start your e-commerce store. It's, it's, it will take you a shorter time than getting a burger in and out restaurant. And uh, so <laughs> we have to test that. So you can easily test the idea, easily test the designs on the products. And if someone buys it, it doesn't matter, one or two items, there's a partner you can, uh, you can print it and ship to end customer. Right. If it's 1,000 items, we're also here to help. So it doesn't matter how big your business or you're doing for a longer time in the game or just starting, starting and just playing around. You want to just become an entrepreneur. We are enabling that. Right. So just making it super easy for really anyone that has an idea that has some sort of product, you know, printing um, as part of it to make that just a, a really easy process. And to be honest, and I don't know that anyone in, in, in this show knows this, but I started a clothing company. That was one of my first like, you know, companies that I started and uh, I had to do it the old way. And I don't even know, I, I don't think that it wasn't that printful wasn't around. I just wasn't aware of it. Right. So um, I had to go through like Ali and, and find a supplier through, the, through them and, and stuff like that. So there's definitely like a lot of steps that going through Printful is going to save you. Uh, so if you're interested in that, just try it out. Um, they're, they're also uh, providing free samples. So once you create your account, you get free, free samples of the product. Um, so check that out. So now let's talk a little bit more about like marketing and the things that have worked really well for Printful, right? With, with being a global company, um, and first, why don't you tell us a little bit more about like how many, how many customers does Printful currently, or not even customers, but companies, right? Does, does Printful work with? So uh, on our customer base, we have more than a million registered users, mm-hmm. but not all of them are active ones. So not all of them are running the e-commerce store. That's pretty damn hard, actually. Right. And uh, most of them uh, try something. And uh, at the end of the day, it's probably for them, this is hard to get the traffic who's willing to buy the design. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
I, I can't uh, I can't reveal the number how many active customers we have on the base. But uh, in this last six years, when we have printful, we have printed more than 20 million items. So you can imagine what is the scale of our business. And we have tens of thousands of customers using our platform and helping you. You're helping them actually run their own e-commerce business. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, and, and I did a little bit of research as far as like what kind of advertisements you guys are running, what, you know, what platforms are you using and how you're leveraging those. But um, I want to hear what, like your take on it first, right? Like what are the things that are, you know, working at a high level? Like don't get into like super details, but just like what's been like the one thing that if you turn it on tomorrow, you know that people are going to come in. So I wouldn't say that there's something which can like turn on and it's all going to work. It's uh, been uh, years in a process. So mm -hmm. one thing is uh, content marketing. We are making sure that our content is easily readable by Google. So mm -hmm. SEO is one of the huge factors why we are in the place where we are. So, and generally uh, content marketing team is educating mm -hmm. the whole market about printed demand, drop shipping, that there's even something like that similar. You also mentioned that you'd, weren't aware about something like that. Right. Um, then uh, second part is uh, uh, partnership integrations. So early stages, we had our app on a Shopify. So for any e-commerce uh, platform, uh, for them to have a customer, they need something to sell. Mm -hmm. We also enable them. So we allow them to actually uh, have something to sell on their platform. Otherwise, there's also no business for e-commerce platforms as well. And the third part, yeah, we are playing with uh, paid ads, Facebook, Google, but it's, uh, it's not working as we would like to uh, because still, um, it's a still young, uh, not so known business model, how you can get into the game. So it's, for us, it's easier to work for those who are in the in e-commerce for for some time right and are a little bit familiar and have an idea so content marketing is the biggest factor where we are growing so right and and when i i did like you like i mentioned like you can go on pretty much you know like you can go on google and find the ads you can go on on facebook and find the ads. so i did that for printful and i noticed that one of the things that you guys were pushing was a lot of content which makes sense right and when you when you say it's not working I guess you can kind of go back and like look at the metrics for that and stuff, right? Because if you're using content, like, and, and everything that I saw on there is very educational, right? Like how to start your own Shopify store. Or like, how do you, how, like, how do you say like, what is, you know, print on demand? How do you drop ship products and stuff like that? So my, I guess my, my, my guess here is that it's, it's not that it, maybe it's not working. It's helping create brand awareness for one you're creating brand awareness for a whole industry, right? Instead of just printful because not everyone is aware. So there you're, you're pretty much capitalizing on the fact that, and not really capitalizing, it's more like you, you have to spend your own money, not only to get your customers, but to also educate people on what it is. And then once they know that, like they might come to you, it is possible that they go to a competitor once they're aware of, you know, what it is and stuff like that. So I can see that, um, I also went on, on LinkedIn and I saw the ads that you guys were running on there. And it looks like on LinkedIn, you're going after the enterprise companies. So what is, you know, when, when you're targeting enterprise deals and obviously those are going to, or maybe, you know, I don't know, this is something that you might know, but like it, my guess is that they take longer to close, but obviously when they do, there's maybe contracts and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, 
in between and stuff like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we are running ads, of course, and you're right that we're getting the whole industry about. But as we are one of the leading uh, companies in the field, it's uh, more beneficial to us because we believe we are the best in what we do. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the idea behind that. And it's uh, for us, it's also not easy to, I know, calculate quickly ROI because it's not an e-commerce store where you can go to the store, you buy the item. It's right. a longer process. Right. For you to start your own e-commerce store, some places even months into the place. Mm-hmm. So and we are really um, affected how you are passionate about the idea because probably you are, this will be your passive income stuff and you will have to make sure that you spend a lot of time launching your store. Right. And not everyone is okay with that. So of course we are, Thinking the way we can go after enterprise as well. You saw the LinkedIn ads. We are playing with that. We are playing with account-based marketing. It's a trendy word for a while. Mm-hmm. And we have just a sales team. Um, basically, it was created a year ago. So it's also pretty, pretty new. And every, everything where we are in the place is actually because of the content marketing that we are uh, educating our customers how, what is print on demand. And by the end of the day, we are teaching them how to do marketing. So I'm saying that marketing team is educating others how to do marketing. Yeah. Otherwise, as we don't have any subscription fee, nothing, we, are, we want to make sure that our customers successful one. Otherwise, there will be no business for us. So right. we have to drive to the result. So you like, and, and I totally agree with that. Right? Like if you need them to be successful with your product, for them to come back and keep doing it. Otherwise it's just, you know, I'm going to try it. And then, like you said, like you have a lot of customers that don't actually use a lot of users that don't actually, you know, purchase products through Printful. So there's that kind of loop. So you really, you're educating. And I did see those ads as well, where you're educating people how to market or like how to find the perfect product and all these different things. So it makes sense. So it, it could be, I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars for acquisition, hoping that these people come back and spend all that money right to to essentially pay back um what it costs to get to get them in the first place um sometimes it take it can take year or yeah. even more to get that ad money back mm-hmm. in our account. totally um as far as you know leveraging customer data how is printful using that in order to like find better avenues to start you know new marketing efforts or continue obviously like double down on the ones that are working. It's at the moment pretty hot topic, hot topic in our team. So we are, we have a data, we have a lot of data, but it's now the way how we can actually use them. So uh, one of the focus now is personalization from every aspect. And for, for example, for email sending, we're using Clavio. There's a lot of data, um, but we would like also use the data, for example, on our dashboard as well to actually personalize the whole experience when we find a customer mm-hmm. and that's um, I'm looking for uh, for I'm looking that someone could help come into the game where you have done that and could help like put together all the dots or could do the audit to figure out how we can actually do that mm-hmm. of course uh, we what we regularly do we regularly survey our, survey our customers we see which platforms they're selling. Are they selling multiple items? For example, are they selling just t-shirts or also leggings? Are they selling just on a shop or are they also selling on Etsy, eBay, Amazon? So we are trying to push them in different directions, trying targeting the message that they could be 
more successful one, like end of the day, they're getting more business to us. Totally. Very cool. Uh, and you touched on this earlier. And I wanted to come back to it, which is, I think it's, it's important for SaaS companies specifically, right? Partnerships, uh, huge, huge thing, right? Like if you can plug yourself into another big player, like you guys did with Shopify, uh, you can see a lot of really good things come from that. So what are the steps that I guess you're currently taking to find new partnerships that are going to be fruitious like that one? Um, and, and what kind of advice do you have for maybe like an earlier stage company to approach others, uh, you know, to, to create these strategic partnerships? So um, how we are looking now, now we have integrations more than 14 or 15 platforms. In some cases, platforms already are uh, going after us. So recently we launched also small integrations. You guys are so, super big now. <laughs> yeah, now we are not as big as maybe many e-commerce integrations, but now it's uh, pretty good in this place because I remember how it was two years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. We had to reach out someone else and now people are reaching out to us. So it's pretty good. That's awesome. And, and um, now the one thing we are maybe concentrating and also recent launches shows that is marketplaces. It's going to be a big trend and making how, how to push uh, our sellers to sell in as much marketplace as possible. So, mm -hmm. um, because you can also see as the big brands, uh, they're selling more and more on Amazon and there's like uprising platform as Wish. Uh, still there's eBay, big and then several seller markets as well. And uh, actually, in most of the cases, being part of the, like to start being part of the partnership with the e-commerce platform is uh, not super expensive. So you can easily test the waters and see what's happening there. When you're becoming successful one, then they're starting maybe looking differently at you. Yeah. And uh, our direction now is uh, internalization. So we are, as we are launching website, we just launched website in Spanish. I'm saying we are also playing around with different languages. Mm -hmm. So looking how we could be presentable in different markets. So uh, that's, that's also a focus because not everything is uh, what is popular in the U.S. is popular in Europe and other parts of the country. Totally. And, and not just that, but also the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm from Mexico and I noticed that, you know, things don't get there at the same speed, right? So like something that, is already a thing in, in the United States or in, in the UK or Europe, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a thing everywhere. So like if you go to the, to Mexico and I'm not sure I, I, I haven't really spoken about this there um, to anyone there really, but you know, my guess is that they're barely like touching the surface on things like drop shipping and uh, you know, print on demand and all those things. So how, how do you then, you know, tackle that barrier again and it comes down to education right like educating the people on what it is how to use it and all these things um but also how do you break through the barrier the barrier of different cultures um so it's also interesting for me as well as, as well um before i joined printful i had never been to the u.s so the our core market which is more than 80 percent of whole business in the u.s so also i had to get familiar with the whole u.s uh, mm -hmm. american culture as well and uh, as well the whole team as well who's doing the marketing uh, for my team uh, and it's not being it's not easy so i watched several mm, i know even history historical movies to actually get to know uh, the history and uh, why people are thinking like that also the politics so mm -hmm. there's so many things you can uh, learn and be educated about that and um, 
it's uh, it's for example your your example about maybe mexico a country which is not so familiar about this field but there's still some uh, entrepreneurs who want to use that totally. uh, myself here i'm sitting here in a country in europe latvia but i can start my own job shipping business in the us totally because it help with the printful mm -hmm. i don't have to be there i can do everything from the laptop which i uh, have here I can run my e-commerce business because I have a partner there who can do the fulfillment and it's my serviceable market right. and we have actually seen trend I know Morocco is also an interesting place you don't ship a lot of items there but there's so many people from that country using us mm -hmm. also uh, virtual assistance is also interesting I think in uh, um, and Philippines, it's also, we get a lot of visits from there, but there's people using this virtual assistant world, helping yep. them run their own store, their own business as well. So uh, people who are looking for that passive income, like a direction, they usually find a way. So uh, oh. uh, probably we can also find principal name, I, I don't know, how to, become, how to earn money online. We can yeah. even find that kind of work. And in some case, uh, we are, Maybe competing also with Uber, Airbnb, which in some cases also your passive income stream. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, that's and so in some case maybe far away, but it's pretty cool to put you next to these two brands as well. Uh, so and that's what we have seen because everyone, well, not everyone, but most of the uh, customers who start using Printful, they want to become millionaires. They want to that this will become their full time thing. So right. that they're trying to sell to them. As far as, and I think those are all great answers, and I thought it was pretty interesting, you know, because you're taking even like a step further when you're looking at who's really competing, right? Because you're not competing with, at this point, a, a product-based service. It's almost like you're competing with the idea of being your own, you know, your own boss, your entrepreneur, and, and obviously making money initially on the side, hoping that you can make something bigger out of it. Um, and I think that's absolutely spot on. So, uh, I can definitely, I can definitely agree with that statement, you know, um, as far as marketing goes and, and with so many moving pieces happening, like what's, I guess, what's the most challenging thing? Uh, currently scaling the team, uh, because it's pretty big. We doubled the uh, amount of the people we have on our team. So in this year, so 20 to 40, uh, in this case, and to figure out um, how to create middle management and uh, what's the process behind that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, there's not so many so big content marketing teams doing something, uh, especially in Europe as well. I would like to ask someone how you're doing that. My hack now currently is like messaging different bigger companies, their head of marketing on LinkedIn, hoping that they will get back to me. Because mm -hmm. uh, like the worst case scenario, they'll not get back to me. The best right. case scenario, I will talk with them and maybe they could answer some few questions. So basically getting into their heads and uh, seeing what, what they do. Mm -hmm. And the next uh, biggest challenge is uh, launching a new market. So in some cases, we are following what Shopify does. And they are actively also launching new languages on the website. And... Uh, we want to enter as much market as possible and not every market, uh, market speaks English so well as it's right. in the US and in some parts of the Europe. And we have to offer this localization part, not just maybe language, but also localization features as no payment methods, 
yeah. currently. So uh, that part is uh, sometimes even bigger one because we know that we have customers for all over, all over the world. Also, other big companies have, but it's uh, to I know create this friendly environment for them that they could trust their own business to us. So those are two biggest challenges. And um, sometimes even with new languages, it's a little bit easier to get in the market because half of the whole websites are in English. So, and uh, yeah. um, like the percentage of how many Spanish sites there are, like three or 4%, something like that. Mm -hmm. So the competition is not so high, but still it's one of the most popular languages in the world. Right. That's interesting because you mentioned going after like similar markets that Shopify is doing. And I'm sure you're doing analysis on that, not just with Shopify, but really with any sort of platform for, you know, for, for e-com. Um, and it's interesting because it's, uh, and, and that too, you, you can almost look at what Stripe is doing, right? Because they, they actually, I don't know if you know, um, but I think today or recently they just, they just released a couple of new countries that they're available in. Also our country, Latvia. So uh, I know that entrepreneurs are happy. <laughs> right, exactly. So I saw a couple of friends that I have that are, that, you know, they, they have stores or whatever it may be. And they were pretty happy about Stripe being available. So you can even see out what, you know, a, a payment processor in this case is doing and, and what is going to be the next move. If you have now, you know, you have Stripe available, that means that maybe more people are going to trust an online business and want to go after it. So it's maybe, you know, the opportunity to maybe set up some sort of partnership if it's not already there with Stripe so that they can push you at the same time. Um, and stuff like that. So in, in, in our case, uh, yeah, so maybe Stripe in our case is not so important as from the printful side, but it's important for from the e-commerce side. So for right. example, Latvians are not able to have the smooth experience with Shopify. I'm talking mm -hmm. about our own audience. In our case, we have to make sure that uh, not everywhere they're using as a I know, MasterCard or Visa, their top, top choice, not even in Germany and France. I know launching, for example, Apple Pay is also huge. That also could be in the game. So yeah. that part of the business we have to take care. In our case, sometimes it's even to like, we have our own business goals, sell anything anywhere. So mm -hmm. currently we know that we have facilities in the US and we have now location in Europe. And the Amazon environment you're living, they had, they're pushing us that you can order something by the second day. Uh -huh. So in our case, there's production time and also shipping time. And sometimes it's the main obstacle why people are not choosing maybe Printful, they go with maybe a smaller provider uh, with us. And so we have to think also about that aspect that we offer the right products at the right time in the right location it's not taking too long for us to fulfill and ship to my customer definitely uh another question here that just came up too is how do you like what kind of you know what kind of importance do you give to say competitors you know like how how closely do you monitor what it is that they're doing uh. How closely? So we check <laughs> what they do for, for sure, uh -huh. and so we we follow what kind of products they launch. Sometimes they just send to my email because I follow their newsletter, so that's not so hard. <laughs> it's one of the hacks. Uh, but there's not so much data available about print and demand, so that's also one of the you know, our issues to understanding what's our market share there is mm -hmm. when um, so. And we can follow as much as we can, but from the data which they show on their website. 
So we are now that we are competing with them, and that's also good. We have to be better and better from time to time. But uh, the also factor that maybe the I know the whole market is not so big that Amazon merch they also have their own printed map that they can only only sell on Amazon. They even don't share the information about how big Amazon matches on their quarterly calls as a public company. So mm-hmm. probably it's not so big a big part of their business at the moment. Yeah. So uh, we're a little bit sad about that. So we better understand what how that looks from the Amazon side. Totally. And uh, we check, we follow, of course, the products that they're launching, which integrations they're launching. And we are just trying to do it better and better than uh, they are doing. Good, good stuff. Now, we'll get into a couple of more personal questions here. Uh, first of all, what is something that you're not very good at? Uh, my English could be better. Uh-huh, okay. And how are you working on that? <laughs> uh, every day. Uh, so, team is really international. So, and I actually... Uh, went to the classes twice uh, twice a week for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I can listen to different podcasts and uh, checking Netflix and looking at my TV screen uh, yeah. every day. So listening to a lot of English content and uh, speak, also using also. Uh, participating in a podcast like this <laughs> yeah definitely it's a good it's a good conversation so uh, I agree what is your biggest accomplishment within Printful um, I would say that um, previously marketing team just was executing different other projects with other IT project managers think of you know, launching your products something like that now we are working on our own projects as for example marketing optimization basically wasn't in, in the game mm-hmm. so that was a huge and uh, probably the biggest English is a team i have amazing team the best team you can possibly care and that's crucial to run a successful business or successful team if you don't have the right people in the team uh, you, you we wouldn't be in the, that place we are right that's awesome that's really cool what are or what is the, the number one SaaS company that you kind of look up to? You love what they're doing. You 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 kind of study like you know their, their steps and stuff like that. Shopify. Shopify, great. Shopify. And uh, Raiders, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram or on on, on Twitter, also on LinkedIn. So Raitis Purinch, you can easily find me by looking at. So feel free to add to to, to your LinkedIn or just uh, follow me on social media. Perfect. And one last question. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, yeah. So uh, maybe talk what uh, you do. Uh, what's your biggest challenge currently as a, a CEO of your company, Fanta? Biggest challenge is probably putting the processes in place to make everything run as smooth as possible, right? Like sometimes you have just things that keep popping up and you don't necessarily like you know, I guess prioritization is one of them. Uh, understanding still like what are what like what should be the thing that gets done first. Um, you know, really, I guess, really learning more about like, and this is part of the reason why the podcast is like learning more of what the the, the bigger players are there are doing, like what the companies are struggling with, and how we can become better to then help companies really overcome those struggles that they're that they're currently facing. I feel you. I uh, the prioritization is a 
big part of everyone on my team and also with my managers that I'll be already talking about and also the processes. They are coming more and more in place and you have to constantly adjust them. I can't use the same process which I used like a couple of months ago because team are different and the whole company has grown by exactly. we probably hundred people join our company from this year alone in total. That's some so, big changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, and good. Just in the office. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, Radis, so much for being on here today. It was really a pleasure having you. And uh, make sure everyone to check out Printful, awesome company doing awesome things. And uh, we'll we'll catch you on the next episode. And uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll see Thanks, Liz. Uh, it was great to being part of this. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye.